Hi guys, thanks for joining me on another episode of the CrossFit Lady Podcast. I hope that you've all been well. I've been doing pretty good. I actually just came in from outside. We've been doing a lot of yard work today, which is backbreaking and exhausting, but uh, really satisfying, right, to see everything cleaned up back there. You can go out and enjoy the yard and um, just be at peace with everything. So I, I really do enjoy that part, but it is a um, backbreaking effort to get there, right? So anyhow, I wanted to uh, also share with you that um, we're going to have two more episodes after this one, and then I'm going to take a break for the summer. But during that break, I'm going to be working on some exciting stuff for the podcast, and it's going to make the fall um, hopefully a lot fun and and better and um, and all of that. So, uh, but I wanted to share that with you because I wanted to get your ideas as well that perhaps I can work on over the summer and incorporate into next season. So, I'd love to get your ideas, your comments, questions, anything you have to offer to me. I'd appreciate it, and you can send that to the Gmail address at crossfitladypodcast at gmail.com or through our Instagram, which is at crossfitladypodcast. All right. Anyhow, I wanted to talk today about overcoming fears. I touched a little bit on this at last episode when we were talking about cherry picking and how that might be a reason why people would cherry pick workouts. So I wanted to dive a little bit deeper. And did you know that if you were to Google um, overcoming fear and CrossFit or fears in CrossFit, you'd get a lot of articles on box jumps. I didn't realize how many there were, but so apparently box jumping is one of like the main fears that people have. And I can, I can understand why I know that um, when I first started, it certainly was a fear of mine. I did a lot of those, what do you call those moves where you're getting ready to jump and you never actually jump, but you pump your arms. I did a lot of that. <laughs> and it was just like my feet, I just couldn't make my feet go initially. It's like, uh, that fear was stopping me. Anyhow, I wanted to dive a little bit about that because I feel, feel like everybody, this is like a common thread for everyone from the elite level to your average CrossFitter. We all are fearful of something. And so um, I just wanted to talk about that and maybe give some practical advice for overcoming overcoming some of those fears. So I feel like we can categorize our fears in two main primary ways. The first would be a fear of the unknown. So this might be you've never, never done a handstand, but you have a fear of falling from a handstand position, or you've never done a rope climb and you feel fear falling from the the height from a rope climb because let's face it you know as 40 50 60 year olds coming into a box coming into crossfit we have no clue what our bodies are going to how they're going to react to some of these skilled movements right like you know for me personally i i never before coming to crossfit i'd never been asked to climb a rope so how did i know how i was going to do i was you know wasn't sure how that would work out for me. And, um, and so I think that fear of the unknown holds us back is it, you know, kind of makes us fearful about getting hurt, um, that sort of thing. The second category is fear of the known, right? So let's say you've performed a movement and you got hurt doing it. Now you're fearful of doing it again. And that's super understandable. I mean, we want to avoid pain we want to avoid re-injury. So, and we have to realize that when we have a negative experience, it leaves a greater imp- 
print in our minds than positive ones, right? So even if, you know, you uh, had many, many successful attempts at that one movement, but one time you got hurt, you, that will stick in your brain more than all the positive uh, times that nothing went wrong, you know, and that's true for box jumps, right? Like you, the one time that you uh, fall and you split open your shin, boy, I mean, the next time you go to jump, it really, you know, you really have to work hard to overcome that fear of, um, of, of hurting yourself again. So Greg Glassman has quote, it says, we fail at the margins of our experience. So to illustrate this quote, and I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, it is one of the, the ones that um, we focus on, on in the L1 training. Uh, to illustrate this point, it, let me remind you of or remind ourselves is when we started CrossFit. So when we started CrossFit, we were confronted with new skills all the time, right? We were experiencing a fast growth in, um, in this sport. It was, everything was out of our comfort zone, right? We were coming in from maybe other avenues of fitness. For me personally, I was coming from like cycling. I was coming from spinning, uh, yoga, that sort of thing. But CrossFit, all of those you know, what it was, what it meant to do CrossFit workouts was completely new. So we were confronted with new skills all the time. We were constantly being pushed out of our comfort zones. And, and although it was hard and a little bit intimidating at first, it was also motivating. I remember being, feeling really motivated that I could, uh, that I could lift weight using barbells. I'd never even touched the barbell. So it was super motivating, right? But as we progress and as we build up years under our belt doing CrossFit, the skills get more challenging. And what used to take mere weeks for us to get is now taking longer. Now it could take months, it could take years, and it puts us way more out of our comfort zone because they're that more challenging and it, they're that more intense, right? So, um, so for example, lifting heavier and heavier weight, that is truly an example of getting way out of our comfort zone from, um, you know, that we're now experiencing now that we've been in it, the sport for a while. So overcoming our fears also means pushing these margins, continuing to push just because they do get harder. doesn't mean that you shouldn't continue pursuing, expanding and broadening out that comfort zone. Let me give you a personal history um, or personal story of how this has come to play very recently. Um, so the first scenario is, as you know, I'm coaching and I haven't done a rope climb in a long time. I will say that when I injured my knee, it was my first ever injury. I'd never, because I'd never been athletic, because I'd never done anything like this, um, I was blessed to been one of those people who've never suffered any kind of um, sports injury. So this was truly my first one. And I didn't realize how traumatized, I guess, I've been from that and just the recovery of it and, and all of that. And even though I um, went through all of my physical therapy and, and all of that, I throughout these years, you know, running has uh, brought on some swelling, jumping, you know, any dynamic movement I would, I felt would actually um, 
create some swelling and, and pain, stiffness, that sort of thing. So I have been avoiding that kind of stuff. My cardio of choice is usually the salt bike or the rower, but I've stayed away from doing anything, um, you know, any, anything more than that. And, um, and rope climbs was one of those movements that I just was not interested in doing anymore because I was fearful of the, the descent and fearful of not doing it correctly and falling. So as you know, I'm coaching and we had a rope climb in one of our wads and one of my athletes said, could you show me a rope climb? And, and I didn't say this to her, um, out loud, but inside I'm like, oh shit, I haven't done a rope climb in years, but I didn't say that. I said, sure. And I did, I showed her the rope climb and she's like, oh, okay. I'm like, you do it like this. And she said, okay, great. Thank you so much. And all of that. And then I got off the rope and I said, oh my gosh, I just did that rope climb. I can't believe it. And I was really proud of myself. I was really pleased that number one, I remembered and I could still do it, which is totally cool. So that's one story. Second thing is um, I've been really missing the jump rope. Um, it's one of those things that number one, I'm really good at. Uh, I'm not great at double unders, but I've always been able to jump rope. I jump rope quickly. And it's another cardio piece that to me is fun. It's a lot more fun than obviously being on a salt bike and, um, and the rower. So I just wanted to incorporate it. It's slowly been incorporating it and I'm finding that I'm okay. You know, I kind of experimented with it, did some, some jumping and, uh, would kind of assess and, and, and as I felt my need not acting up, I said, well, let me continue to add to this. So I've added that piece in third story running. I haven't done running. I already mentioned to you why I've just, you know, X that out because I just felt like it was giving me some swollen, some swelling around the knees. Um, the other day we had a, um, mile run that we could partition anyway, I decided to do 200 meters, um, you know, during every set, because I thought 200 meters is a great way for me to figure out if this is going to bother me, because if it does bother me, I've only run the 200 and I can quickly jump on, jump onto another piece of cardio and finish it out, um, finish out the workout doing that. And I was, motivated to start running because of the jump roping, because I thought, well, if I've been jump roping and my knees been okay, I should be able to then run. So you know what? I did it. And, and I completed the mile. I broke it up in those 200 meter segments, but I completed it again, super pumped, really happy for myself. All right. Last story. Um, I'm coaching an athlete and she's an older woman, probably in her early sixties and she's doing box jumps and she falls and splits her shin and it's painful. And I feel that pain. I've, I've had that pain and, uh, she's, you know, grimacing and she's like, you know, like over, you're all right. She said, yeah, I'm all right. And, uh, you know what? She, she says it hurts. I said, I know, but she goes back to it and she finishes that workout with many, many more box jumps. Now, up until this point, and this just happened like a week ago, um, up until this point, I haven't been doing box jumps. I've been doing step ups. And I thought to myself, I looked at her and I thought, if she can do it, I can do it. I need to do it. And that day, you know, in between classes, because I was teaching one class and then 
my the other class didn't start till later. I did the workout and guess what? I did the box jumps. I did them. I was so happy. My knees were fine. I was fine. I was elated. So all of these little stories to tell you that you that sometimes you just need to overcome those fearful thoughts, those intrusive thoughts that get in the way of you pushing out those margins. You know, I definitely had this, this these thoughts in my head about my knee's going to act up. I'm going to be hurt, you know, hurt myself doing these things. But as I tested out the waters with them, I was able to go back to them. And now I feel so awesome to have now, I have a, 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 I've just expanded my repertoire, what I'm able to do at the box. And, um, and I think it's cool that two out of those four things were motivated by my very own athletes that I'm coaching. And this is what I love. Um, I love being in a position of not only being subject matter expert to a degree, right? Because I'm the coach, but also to be able to learn from those who are just beginning. That to me is cool. I love it. So anyhow, enough about me. I wanted to give you some practical tips um, about overcoming some of these um, these fearful uh, predicaments we might find ourselves in. All right. So I'm going to say to you that treat it like a science experiment. So when you are, if you think back to like, you know, whenever last time you did a science experiment, maybe middle school, high school, you come up with a theory, right? So with my theory, going back to um, running, I had a theory that because I had been jump roping and that my knees were going to be okay or were okay, that I could start running. So that was my theory. So you start with your theory. If I do this, I think X is going to happen, right? And then you keep your variables low, right? When you do a science experiment, if you recall, you want to keep, you know, you have a control variable and then you change only one other thing that you're going to uh, test. And so that's what you want to do also when you go in. So when you have Let's say you're going to try, um, you know, box jumps and you've never done box jumps. You've only done step ups. A wad comes up that has box jumps and it has other movements and the other movements might also be a challenge. Maybe it's, maybe there's some, I don't know, handstands, box jumps and kettlebell swings. You've never done handstands and you haven't done box jumps, kettlebell swings you've done. All right. So of those three movements, Let's say you want to work on your box jumps. You would pick a nice progression and, you know, I don't say easy progression, but like a progression that you're familiar with for the handstands and you're not going to worry about that. That's off the table right now. Right now we're focusing on box jumps. For the box jumps, you're going to jump and that's going to be the variable that you're testing. For the kettlebell swings, you've done that movement many times, so you're just going to continue with that. But for that particular movement, your focus is going to be on your on your box jumps. You're going to focus on that one variable and while you're doing that, the, when you're doing that one thing, you're going to really focus on how you feel while you're doing it. You're going to make mental notes about how your body's feeling, how you're doing, etc. Right? And that's the part of the experiment. So you have your variable and now you're experimenting with it. As you're moving through the, that movement in the wad, you're really keeping track of um, how you're feeling, right? The experiment. And then when that wad is over, you 
again, either make a mental note or I would suggest actually keeping somehow a note like in your phone or on you know, a piece of paper or whatever, take notes because I'll tell you something else, you will forget. Um, you'll forget that you will remember that you did the box gyms, but you'll forget about maybe how good you felt and how, um, the, how it went fine or whatever. And the next time they come up, you might hesitate and you might be fearful again. So it's good to take notes and to say, this felt good. This many felt good. Maybe next time I'll do less, or maybe next time I could bump it up to a few more reps. All right. So that's my first thing. So the first tip is change only one thing. Okay. The second uh, tip I have for you is start with small reps, right? So, you know, if the wad has a bunch of different uh, reps for that particular movement, scale it to where uh, you have very small reps to do so that you can do them and you can do them with excellent form. That's another thing, okay, with the small reps. The third thing is learning how to bail. So if your movement that you're fearful of is a weightlifting movement, make sure that you know how to bail from a really heavy weight. If you're, if what you're trying to achieve is um, going up in weight with that movement, make sure that you know how to bail. You know how to bail from a back squat, that you know how to bail from, um, you know, an overhead position, that sort of thing. If you don't know, ask your coach to show you. So that's important because once you know how to bail, you'll be less afraid of getting, of moving that bar. All right. The fourth thing, switch to uh, another more challenging progression. So if we take, for example, the handstand, uh, many people will do wall walks to get up there, or perhaps they'll do um, some, um, you know, handstand holds, that sort of thing. And maybe you're not ready to get into a full handstand position, but you could try another progression that is more challenging. In this case, I would suggest, how about a PVC handstand where you put the PVC across the rig and you are um, getting into a handstand position with your legs up against the PVC stand. And as you progress with this movement, you can move the PVC down the rig so that it's offering less and less support. Um, I'm going to stop here because I don't know if you can hear, but my dog is crying to be lit in this room. Come on in. All right. Let's see if I haven't completely lost my train of thought. Okay. The next one is number five. Um, I kind of talked about it before. Check in with yourself. So again, as you're doing these movements, you're going to check in with yourself, see how you feel during and after this, um, the movement and, uh, and again, take notes. Uh, finally is you are going to train that progression. So you've worked on it at, during the wad, which is awesome, but you're also going to, uh, work on skills that transfer over to being able to complete that movement. So what I mean by that is, again, for weightlifting, drill the high pulls, drill the snatch balance, um, really focus on whatever the points of weaknesses are for you in that lift, drill those parts. And that's going to help you um, get whatever, you know, if your weakness is getting fast under that bar and you're, but you're drilling the snatch balance, 
when you're in that position with the weight that you're trying to achieve, you already will have the um, capability to get up and out of that hole and stand up with that weight. So really drill, drill, drill those pieces that will help you, uh, you know, uh, help you progress. Um, so that would be uh, that point. Um, the last one is tell your coach, tell a gym buddy uh, about your fear, about what you're working on, because you need their support for overcoming um, these fears and you need them for encouragement. So I, I will tell you that with my rope climbs, I told my coach, you know, I'm going to be working with um, doing these rope climbs. I'm afraid of descending. I'm afraid of coming down too fast or not being able to, you know, I'm afraid of dropping down and hurting myself. And God bless him. He was able to um, be there for me. Each and every time I got up on the rope, he came over and was just like, very close to me, keeping an eye on me. And that alone made me feel a lot better. So tell somebody in your box what you're working on and um, and they can help you with that. When you start getting that feeling, you know, that feeling, that butterflies in your stomach, the sweaty palms, the nervousness, that's your body's reaction to fear. And you, at that moment, you have to choose mindfulness to calm yourself. Go in with your plan and tell yourself it's going to be okay. You need to trust yourself. You, and in doing so, you're going to build confidence in yourself. And um, and that's going to help you overcome. So as you know, a lot of times I like to look up quotes that I can incorporate in some of these episodes related to whatever topic. And there were a couple of good ones. Um, one that I saw that says getting out of your comfort zone means stepping out into growth zone, which I really like. I thought that was nice. Um, the other one is comfort is the enemy of achievement. I've definitely heard that one too. But one that's uh, it's an anonymous quote, the one that I really liked for this, it said, let, let your fears make you fierce. And I love that. Um, let your fears make you fierce. Because, um, you know, that's who we are. We are fierce women and we're not going to let these fears uh, get in the way of us improving, challenging ourselves and being all around better athletes. So just want to impart that today and um, hoping that all of you get to try some of these out. Please let me know if you do. I'd love to hear about you overcoming um, any sort of... Um, you know, setback or, or, you know, something that you've been afraid to try. I'd love to hear those uh, success stories. Or if you have a story about, you know, wanting to overcome something and you, you'd like some feedback on that, I'd love to, to help you out. All right. Until next week, take care and go out there and be the fierce women. I know you are. Take care. Hi guys. Just a quick reminder to please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It means a lot and it helps the community grow. Also, please share this podcast with anyone you feel might benefit from its content. Thank you so much. Take care.